handle that. Yeah, go ahead. Tyler. Welcome to the Darren Woodson Show. Yes. This Isn't week, it the Darren Woodson I, Podcast? This week we talk about Darren's first time crying while watching The Notebook. <laughs> the Notebook. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Who was in The Notebook? I forget his name. Uh, uh, Darren. Rachel McAdams is a lot. I yeah, know. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. It's that. It's yeah, that. Yeah. It's that yeah. one that the meme is. What do you want <laughs> when your when your wife's talking about going to dinner? Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, how much do you hate the name the Darren Woodson Show? Oh, uh, it has not grown on me. I mean, to hear my name. <laughs> associated i mean you know we were on a call yesterday a business call and we were uh, yes just company yesterday, call yeah yeah you know, it, you know they said my name about a million times yeah and i just it just doesn't feel right it's almost like hearing your voice you ever heard your voice when you, oh yeah yeah that that feeling of you know Everybody watching yourself that's how i feel about it about every time we said the darren Woodson show. every time we say it because it's i, I don't know i always feel like it's it's more it's much more than just you know, our yeah. the name on the show. It's I, like, you know, it's our experiences. Right. Man. So yeah. much more. But we didn't know that comment. No, I got a comment on that call that you're referencing too. And I want people to understand who Darren is as a man, right? Like, I think, I think by this show, you get to see who he is. But so we go through this whole thing and it's really kind of about protecting Darren and his time and being, you know, sensitive to a lot of things and straight up contradicts everything like nah y'all just come to me just come talk to me like <laughs> like spent like 10 minutes like talking about okay hey look we gotta be respectful it's gotta be this it's gotta be worth his time and all this stuff because he's pulled so many directions and he goes nah just come to me guys just yeah. like, I mean, we just had to cut through the bullshit honestly yeah. it was like there's no way it's gonna work and i'll be in the office and no one's gonna be talking to me yeah at all, every day, we just you know, walk right by me. You know, that's just not our. It's nah, not the, it's, nah. First of all, that's not our culture. Nah. And, and secondly, man, like, like, let's get some business done. Mm-hmm. And the only way we can do that is if we communicate. Yeah. 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 I just thought it was well, back funny. to the, back to the name. I mean, let's just be honest. Nobody's ever heard of Ben Gibbs. Yeah. Very few people have heard of Tyler Clutch. So we had to name. I mean, you got to use what you got. Which is the Daryl so Woodson show? Fell on, yeah. It just fell on me. Hey, uh, what if we? Well, what if we do this? Well known. What if we do a little survey on on our Instagram account, Darren Woodson show? I like and it. People ca- chime name. in yeah. and say, "Hey, if you guys if do you decide change the name, to what, change the what name, would change yes. what would be some? That's a great idea. Naming, you know, opportunities. <laughs> the ironic thing is, our Instagram account is called the Darren Woodson show. show. <laughs> Exactly. Hey, hey, comment on uh, Darren Woodson show. Hey, Darren Woodson show. Any potential sponsors out there? Yeah. We we are for purchase. <laughs> if you want to buy the naming rights, yeah. <laughs> Microsoft may not, if you're may not out like there, that. May not like Microsoft, the cost associated with it. Radio but. voice on Microsoft if you're <laughs> out there right now. The Microsoft podcast. <laughs> this is uh, the Tesla show. <laughs> hey, we got some reviews. Let's get it. This is my favorite part. Yeah, because, you know, we, we talk about Darren it. We, we say this every himself. week, but this yeah. is... I love but it. Yeah, that's true. They mostly are overwhelmingly positive towards Darren and really nobody else. <laughs> and, we get, and that's okay. Hey, <laughs> it's all about getting stroked. It's his show. Getting stroked. <laughs> it's all about getting oh, stroked. <laughs> hey, we're a team, so if Darren gets stroked, then we all get stroked, right? It's the same thing. Pause. <laughs> that was a little freaky, man. <laughs> Wait, we all get stroked together? We're compliments, guys. Oh, no. (laughs) I'm an individualist when it comes. Anyway. I don't share my strokes. Anyway, we appreciate all the five-star ratings and the reviews. Please keep them coming. They really do help us out a lot. Keep sharing with your friends. Keep doing all that good stuff. 
because again, it does help us out a lot. The first review, the title is Weekly Listener. And this is from Landry's dad. I don't know who Landry is, but Landry's dad Mm -hmm. says Weekly Listener. Great show, guys. Although I would recommend changing the podcast category. So supposedly we're in the football category. Ah. Which we're not really a football show. Did we... did we? Yeah, we said we that. Pl- oh, we did set that. I think so. Okay. Uh, you'll have to talk to DJ about that. <laughs> DJ, where are you at? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's funny, though, because we read a, a review on our last show about a listener that doesn't like football, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, li- doesn't watch football, doesn't know anything about it, found us somehow. So was she searching football? No. She said she listened to the Rich Froning episode. Oh, so mm. through Rich Doesn't Froning. know anything about okay, football, right. but Got she it. heard about okay. the show through Rich Froning. Okay. And, and she knows she what the Rogue listening. Echo Bike is, so she's probably a CrossFit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you have choices? How many choices do you have? Do you, I don't you know. We, to- we can talk about it later. Okay. This is yeah, not the time. Right. We, we got to get to the rest of the review. Great show, guys, although I would recommend changing the podcast category. While football is spoken about, the show is much more. It took me a little while to catch up on all the shows, but I can now say I'm up to date Glad to hear Darren is on the mend and wish you all your family's good health. The best thing that I can say about the show is that I have had my 11-year-old son listen to the show some episodes. So far, he's listened to the first three. You guys show great character and illustrate the struggle of various parts of life. This show helps bring to light... God, you guys are just... Your eyes are just burning on me right now. Yeah, I know. It's hard to read, and when you two are staring at me, it's even harder. That's a great review, man. Don't finish it. Don't mess up. This show helps bring to light how we can bring... How can we... See? (laughs) How we become better humans. I look forward to hearing more inspirational stories and sharing them with my son. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. But Thank you, know, you 11-year-old boy, hey, right? Yeah, Darren, just, just, just remember, uh, <laughs> oh, here we there's an 11-year-old. Here we go. 11-year-old Landon is listening. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking about getting stroked as a team, <laughs> <laughs> you got to remember 11-year-olds are listening. But he did say he doesn't listen, uh, let them listen to all of them, which okay. is probably yeah, that's good. because uh, of the yeah. some yeah. of the He's got to read. I mean, good parent. As, as a, as as a, a parent, father, you listen yeah, first. Listen first, yeah. and then, listen you know, first parents. And then just and then, edit out Tyler. See, that's yeah. why I watched the movie Wolf of Wall Street, so that I could make sure my kids could watch it. And then I decided, no, they probably shouldn't watch <laughs> probably that movie. Probably shouldn't watch that. Yeah, you're right. Next review is from JG. Rocco sitting there watching right now. <laughs> hey, with a name like Rocco, Wolf of Wall Street is right up his alley. Next review is JGSSC. The title is New Listener. Cowboys fan here. Never heard of it. Never heard of this until Woody was on the break at DC.com. See, I've, I'm out promoting. Yeah. You see? You see your boys out Finally, there putting you're in out work. There doing there something. Putting in work. <laughs> I've thoroughly enjoyed it and the diverse group of guests. Very good format and stories from behind the veil. Great work. Keep improving. Like one listener said, sitting on the porch smoking a cigar is the ultimate way to listen. There you God, go. I love right. that. There you go. Man, I love that. That's awesome. And the last review is from Iron Butterfly 01. Zero one. Do y'all say O or zero? O, usually. Yeah. That's weird, yeah, isn't it? O one. Yeah. I don't know why we say that. Yeah. It's a zero. What was it? Iron Butterfly? Iron Butterfly zero one. Okay. Yeah. Simply the best. I've got to say that this show is simply the best. You guys are the buddy cop trio of the podcast world. What is that referring to? I, I thought you would know. Buddy cop. Buddy cop. I don't know what that we're is. Gonna, we're going to look it up. Uh, I, I don't know. Hopefully look it up. Time. Compliment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he said we're simply the best, so I'm assuming it's a compliment. Yeah. You guys are the buddy cop trio of the podcast world. Could it be because I'm a lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan? Yes, sir. Possibly. Mm. But I love. <laughs> Good. Mm. 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 
Possibly, but I love the insights into how things work on a professional football team from Monday to Saturday, getting ready for Sunday. Off-topic stories and just how truly raw and honest you guys are. Don't change what you're doing because it's working and keep them coming. Yeah, man, we're going to love continue it. to do love the it. same thing. Yeah. We're just Over, gonna keep doing it. Yeah, just getting better. Just I think I it. think the buddy cop reference is like think about uh, what's that Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg movie uh, where they're the cops. cops. Yeah. yeah, is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, and like you know Jackie Chan, it's the buddy cop. Ah, right? yeah. so those Jackie movies, Chan, Chris yeah. Tucker. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I watched Rush Hour two is. at least. 15 times. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a classic. I got to the point where I could just recite every line. I love that movie. I, you know what? You just mentioned that one uh, with Will Ferrell and uh, yeah, Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. I yeah. just saw it the other day. <laughs> and it was funny. The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. Were, what's the yes. name of that movie? I forget the name of that oh, movie okay. now. Hold on. Yeah. The Rock and Samuel L. Yeah. Jackson. They're, 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 they're in the beginning of the show. when they They're were the like other the two cops that like die cops. in the first scene. Yeah. And which yeah. movie? The Mark Wahlberg, oh, I, I uh, Will Ferrell. Oh, you're missing out. It is hilarious. What's it called again? I'm a peacock. Let me fly. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. It's a great movie. I can't remember the name. Yeah. I, I can never. You know what? That's another thing. Can you remember names mm-hmm. to movies? Yeah. Or restaurants? The Other Guys is the name of the movie. The Other Guys. The Other Guys. Yeah. 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 Like, I have the hardest time remembering the name. Like, the, I can remember if someone's, like my wife, she'll say, you know, we saw that movie. And I, if I see it visually, then I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. Mm-hmm. But then if she gives me a name, I cannot remember the well, let's name. let's be honest. Your, Your head is, is pretty screwed. Are we going to transition into <laughs> functional neurology right now? Is that what we're doing? Do we no, need to I'm explain why you hey, can't no, remember things? Or restaurants. Like, people will say, yeah, have you been to so-and-so? And I'm like, uh, what's the name of that? <laughs> why, yes, yeah. I have been to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't remember the names of restaurants. My, Tiffany's the same way. I, I'm better at it. Uh, but I think it's just how you learn. I think that's how you mm. identify. Like tip, my wife is visual and I'm sure you're visual, yeah. right? Like you see it and like, oh yeah. Like for her, like she doesn't ever want to watch trailers of movies. She just wants to see the picture on the front. She doesn't ever want to watch it. She just wants to see what the picture of the movie is. And she can tell if it's a good movie or not because what, she'll like remember the trailer. Yeah. And I'm oh, like, you got to watch what? the trailer. I, yeah, I love see, watching trailers. Yeah, I got to watch the trailer. But, but, so but what's she's her hit very, ratio on a good movie versus not a good movie? What's her hit ratio? Uh, well, she's got a very specific, oh, like, so, so it's, it's Tiffany like ranking romantic movies mm. or uh, comedies, uh, or <laughs> what? Or, and I can't say sexual movies. No, 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 no. <laughs> you talking about okay. some with the, I remember we're on camera with today. the cultural, <laughs> with the cultural yeah, climate. No, no, I, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but like the, the, um, uh, what a man or how a man thinks type of movies you know the one where um what women want it's like the big group of people and it's like a romantic comedy oh like valentine's day yeah kind of like that but like not yeah but a certain demographic Mm. is the the starring cast Mm. a black all black cast Uh that's like a favorite favorite that's what i'm talking about all black cast yeah yeah what's wrong why why are you afraid to say that because she calls it something that i'm like uh Whoa. <laughs> okay. What did you just admit to? I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> no, Tiffany no, no, no. Klutz. No, the least, the least, like the most love. But I mean, it's just like how she describes it. All black movies. Just black people movies. There we go. What's wrong with that? What is wrong with I, that? There is nothing wrong with that. Dude, I, a month ago, I would have said that no problem. But I think with, oh, the, with the climate, it's got to be like, right, uh, black folks sure. would love to, hey. to hear that. Hey. Like, that she's even tuning in. <laughs> black that, movies would be like, yeah, that black folk movie, black people music, <laughs> however you want to say it, just tune in. Yeah. 
So I think it's clear by our biracial mm. our rever- show, our reverse Oreo, our reverse Oreo that we're not yeah. we're not racist here. Yeah, no, we're all good. Yep. I don't know. The jury's still out on you. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's You're good. Okay. Ben, ben, Tyler, ben. West Texas. <laughs> hey, y'all ever think about how weird it is? By the way, totally changing topics, but how weird it is? Like what people were doing during certain events of your life. Y'all ever think about that? Provide more context. Like, for instance, yesterday was my. Uh, Humble brag, my eighth wedding anniversary. Congratulations, oh, man. Thank, congrats, you, thank you. I was looking for you that. Thank you for yeah. the congratulations. No text, you, no, no call you, yesterday. I told, you, I told you yesterday. Had to remind you, but. Yeah, I still told uh, you. But I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, 2012, September, or September, July 7th, 2012, I was getting married. What were you guys doing? Like, that's weird that mm-hmm. y'all were living a completely separate life. 2000. We didn't even know each other so. then. Yeah. Yes. Or like, or like, if you're watching like a murder mystery, yeah, and it's like back in 2001, this murder happened up in Seattle, yeah, and you're like in Texas living your life in 2000, like it's just weird yeah. how I don't know. So that's eight years, dude. Get close to the mic. You hear something crazy? I know exactly what I was doing July 7th, 2012. <laughs> oh. What were what? you doing? I was I was actually in Cabo with two other couples. Really? Yeah, because we left on the sixth. I remember that. In yeah. 2012, you remember back yeah. that far because that's yeah. a memorable trip. Yeah, it is because we we used to do every other year. With I mean, not for you, couples. not for the yeah the high rollers like you oh, who go right, to Cabo right, every weekend. Hey, just but on a Tuesday afternoon, I want to go to Cabo, so I'm just going to yeah. hop on my PJ. That's not very memorable, Tyler. How Please. do you remember such a trip, Tyler? Please. I can tell you exactly what I was doing. It was a July 12th, July 7th, 2012. To- I can remember exactly. I was probably in my head. Don't stop. Don't stop. In the club. Somebody was twerking. I don't know. No, I'm just trying. Do your chain hang low. Do it well. Dude, you were in the club twerking in 2012? Oh, no, I wasn't twerking. But I'm just, no, I was not. I I can't remember. But isn't that weird, though? Like, you're living your life. And then people that you know are living their life. Or maybe that you don't know. And it's just weird. That's just a weird thought. Yep. Like certain events in your life are happening and they're everything to you, but uh, people are living like, I don't know. And we don't know explain. each other. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we didn't just, know each other. Yeah, just in different spots yeah. in your lives. That, we didn't meet till what, 2000, you and I, 2014 or 15. Yeah. And then Tyler, 2017. Yeah. I mean, like we were living lives before then. That's crazy. And I we mean, all ended I, up my in life, one spot. My life didn't start until I met you guys. Well, that's it. I know. That's, that's so, special. Yeah. The light came, <laughs> light bulb came on when you saw me the first time. I, there, then there was a reason oh. to keep living when I met you guys. <laughs> I have met Please. the Lord. <laughs> oh, man. So what are we talking about today? What we got? I don't know. I think Tyler's, Tyler's got a good yes. idea. <laughs> it, it's your idea. Why don't you bring it in? Hey, here no, comes Tyler's here, better hey, at bringing hey, it in. Here the comes topic. that big bus and Ben's just about to kick me under. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tyler's better at bringing in the topic. So, so we're always talking about things that, that I, we feel like are real life, maybe that we struggle with, that uh, our assumption is that other people out there struggle with. You know, all of us have played uh, at a very, very high level uh, athletically. And, you know, people assume that it's easy. People assume that. Um, hey, it's, you're just so talented. God blessed you so much that you just show up and you just do it. Uh, the challenge is, is every single one of us has that voice in our head that tells us to quit and mm-hmm. to stop or it's enough or do it tomorrow. And, and I mean, in, in athletics, we, 
we call it that bitch voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That voice that tells you, hey, uh, on your workout card, it says 10 rep max. Mm-hmm. And we get to eight and we're like, ah, I probably got enough. Yeah. Right? That voice in your head that tells you shut it down is bitch that bit, bitch voice. Yep. The difference between, in my opinion, again, I am not a psych- psychology doctor. I psychology doctor i was gonna psychology. say doctorate i was trying to figure it out guys you're close it's clear you're not a psychology doctor <laughs> fullback crush him see ball hit ball all right <laughs> so continue the joke not a joke this is this, that's, this a, that's is a movie reference <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have y'all seen uh yes. what what's the movie? It's uh, oh, Saints. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Boondock yeah. Saints. Oh, yeah. Boondock oh. Saints. Oh, that Con- is a good movie. Continue the joke. joke. That is a good movie. Uh, uh, okay. But that voice in your head that tells you to stop, right? And and my opinion is the difference that separates the people that are just average and go through life are the ones that listen to that voice and the ones that are successful and achieve dreams that maybe others didn't think possible or you didn't even think possible yourself are the ones that recognize that that voice is trying to hold me down mm-hmm. and I need to push through that because that's just my mind. For example, uh, I, we just shared on, uh, this would be what last week we shared on our Instagram, two young boys doing the 500 calorie challenge on a mm-hmm. bike. Mm-hmm. Right. And in one By the of the way, videos, did you see the time it took to do that? 92 minutes and 94 minutes. Yes. That, that Which would be me. I, and I'm saying that's amazing. Not not saying how long it took, yes. but that they stuck with it for that that's long. Right. And by incredible. the way, those two boys, and this is, this is a little, again, shout out. Those are my nephews. Mm. So mm. Cooper and Dane. That's a good name. They, yeah. Cooper. Cooper and Dane. Uh, they did that. And I, w- I thought the same thing. I was like 90, 92 and 94 minutes. You continued to push. Yeah. How old are they? 10 and 12. There's wow. no chance at 10 or 12 I would sit on a bike for 95 That's what minutes. I'm saying, right? Yeah. But- even at that age, everything in them, and you hear them like, like literally crying because it hurt so bad, but they ignored that bitch voice and continued to push through and got the 500 calories. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, like that is what separates the good from the great is, is, is ignoring that voice. There's a book by, um, uh, gosh, Mike Michael the, Shea. The CTE no, is, strong, Shea. David is strong. strong, fellas. Yeah, coming. Holy yeah. smokes! What'd you say? Uh, Tom Shea. It's so it's coming. Tom Shea, uh, and and he calls it that uh, internal dialogue, right? The right. internal dialogue yep. is that voice in your head that tells you you can't do it. Right. And I talked about it earlier on the show quite a while ago about the push up challenge. Okay, wake up every morning. First thing you do before you do anything is do ten push ups. Week one, twenty. Week two, thirty. Week three. And every night before you go to bed and listen to that voice that tells you why you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the bitch voice. Right. And you've got to, you've got to shut that out. Now there is a realistic voice that you also need to listen to when it's the right time to walk away, but that's not what we're talking about today. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, we're not talking about that. Today. I mean, but, 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 but I mean, how do you decipher which one is the bitch voice? And it's yeah. that other voice that tells you when it's time to yeah. shut up or, you know, yeah. that, that, that corrects you. Good question. Good question. I think I think the voice that brings you continual dysfunction, continual failure, or continual breakdown and whatever yeah. that is, that's the voice you need to start saying, okay, that's now logic talking to me. Right. And the bitch voice is um, this hurts. Push harder. Yeah. yeah. Push harder. Yeah. yeah. This, this hurts. is painful. This is how I would Stop. describe the bitch voice. It's the coward in you. Yeah. It is the true coward 
that that that's in all of us. Mm-hmm. And it's not just when you're fatigued, because they always say fatigue will bring the coward out of all of us if you're working out and you're going really hard or you're playing in a sport and you're gassing out. You know, fatigue will make coward of us all. No, no. That coward lives within us every day we before we go to sleep, when we wake up in the morning. And it's how you suppress that voice that allows you to be, I'm not going to say great, but to get wins in for the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to suppress. And that's, for me, it's always been that procrastination voice. Well, I can just get it done tomorrow. I don't have to go do, I don't have to get this workout in this morning. I can just get it in later on or, or I'll get it in tomorrow and I always push it back, push it back. I deal with the coward every single day of my life. Mm-hmm. And I've had this conversation with you guys. It's just that some of us won't admit. Yeah. We just won't admit that, that, that side of us lives in us and we have to overcome it every single day. And the only way to overcome it, man, is in my opinion, the only way you overcome it is you have to understand yourself. I mean, to the T, you have to understand who you are and, and how you're built and how you're going to overcome those things. Cause I have to run right through it. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can do yeah. it. Now, and, and, and I'm not saying I win all the time cause it's like 50, 50 to me. <laughs> It's a toss-up, bro. That's Wait a, a minute. A, you, don't, is, man. you don't ignore that bitch voice every single time? Oh, What's no, wrong man, with I'm, you? Yeah, hey, but hey, I feel like my life is based on lies <laughs> now. I thought you ignored it every time. But it happens, and I'm always the one trying to tell my kids mm-hmm. to ignore that voice. Right. I'm, I'm that guy. Oh, you study it. Boy, that voice. Jeez. Well, it's, it's so much easier when somebody else is going through, and you're not yeah, feeling that physical pain. Sure. It's so much easier to, yeah. you know, it's like when I was training people, and, and I'm, you know, trying to get them to do a few more reps. A few more, I'm not the one going through that physical pain. Mm-hmm. It's not my mind that's telling me to stop. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to sit back and say, dude, push through that, or, yeah. you know, ignore that voice. And even though we're not psychology doctors, as Tyler would say. <laughs> that sounds right. Coming from you, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, think. I wonder where that voice comes from. I, I can only assume it's a protection. It's, mm-hmm. it's survival. It's keeping you from getting injured, yeah. I would mm-hmm. assume. Yeah. If, if it's something physical, if, it's a, you know, if you're going through a workout and the pain sets in, your muscles are starting to break down, and it's saying, I, I can't do any more reps, but yeah. you can, that's a, I mean, that's a sign of safety. Your yeah. brain is saying, stop, you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Most of the time, you're not. And so... It's pushing through those moments. But to me, that translates so well to a lot of things. Yep. Because you can manufacture difficult moments by putting yourself through something physical. You can't help or, or you can't manufacture. You probably don't want to manufacture true tough times, like getting fired from your job or getting a, you know, a disease or whatever. Obviously, you're not going to put yourself in that situation more than likely. But how you handle that and how you work through that can be practiced through physical, in my opinion, through physical challenges. That's why I love training. That's why I love working out. I've said it a million times because I can purposefully put myself in a quote unquote safe environment to practice and teach myself what it feels like to push through things mm-hmm. and ignore that bitch voice. So if, if one morning I'm you know doing my workout and I'm getting really tired and, and I push through that, what, how does that translate later on my day when, I, when there's a phone call that I don't want to make? It's, I don't, it's that awkward, you know, I that uncomfortable, you know, cold call. Mm-hmm. Well, that is not as difficult as that workout I put myself through this yeah. morning. So I can do this. Yeah. Now, they're different because you're looking at me, Darren, like, 
this this you're not no. making sense right now. No, no, I, no. You are making sense. I, I think there's a confidence that comes along with it. That's what you're saying. That's yeah. what you're, you know, in the end, is that you've put yourself physically. You put yourself through something that's been so you know demanding of yourself, and you know mentally you had to overcome those things. So you're almost like you build this confidence to where if I can do this, then I definitely can do. Yeah. I can make this call right. down the line, and that's just coming in. Like, look. This is all just talk. When we talk, when when we have these conversations, a lot of it rely goes back to mental strength. Mm-hmm. It just does. I mean, we can talk about physically what we did in football, but the great ones, the Deion Sanders, who we're going to have on the show hopefully really soon here, and we'll talk about this. The Michael Irvins, the guys that that played at the highest highest level. It wasn't always. What they did physically, it was the mental part of the game that they just could they could overcome things. They had one loss, got rid of it, moved on, went to the next. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just that mental strength is what really uh, binds you. And it's, it's the same way when you talk to CEOs. They just will not lay down. Mm-hmm. And it's not even a workout that they're attributing to their success to that they had to go do a workout and that's how they got the mental strength. It's what they see every single day. And I, and I don't know when that begins. I don't know if that's, see, here's the question. When does that begin in your life? When you start to get good at, at ignoring that voice? Yes. When is it? Because as a child, you have to come, you're coming up as a child. When is it that you start to experience those obstacles? Because yeah. it, it, there's, there's a time when it happens. Well, it's different yeah. for everybody. It just depends on how you grow up, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's, it, it's a couple things. I don't want to hit on something that both, both of you said is, what does that voice come from? One, survival. I think that... It, you're exactly right, right? We are wired as humans, fight or flight, right? Like either we're going to fight through it or we're going to run away from it. We're in survival mode. That's part of it. The other thing you said, confidence, Darren. Um, And I think it's part of that voice is the lack of self-confidence, right? And so to wrap that all up, I think that it starts when we start becoming aware of who we are and what we're not capable of based off of what people tell us, mm. what people you know put into our minds. So we start questioning ourselves. Yes, part of it comes from, okay, hey, this hurts. I shouldn't do it. Or this is going to be hard or it makes me uncomfortable. But also, too, it's part of like you're not good enough to do this, so don't do it, right? Mm. I, think it's, I think it's partly both. Um, I, think, I think the biggest thing about this is – it comes in a, a lot of different forms. It comes in from physical pain. It comes from emotional pain. It comes from um, self-confidence issues. It, it can be in all different forms, but it's all the same voice and it comes from the same place. The biggest thing that we can do, I think, is just recognize it. Mm-hmm. Recognize that that voice is there because it's in our head so much all through the day. Like that that voice is constantly talking to us all day long. Yes, and we just is. think that that's, that's part of it right? Like that's just part of what the day is, but you need to be able to separate what your thoughts are versus the bitch voice Mm -hmm. that says, don't do this, don't do that. And if we can recognize it in one real life example, and I want to, I want to have us talk about, uh, a couple examples in our lives, one that we gave into it. And then two that we overcame it. And I want, I want us to talk about that. Uh, but one example is literally two nights ago, I get home, I get home from work at like seven, seven 30. And I was like, okay, I didn't get my work. I'm going to at least go for a run. So I get changed. I put my shoes on. I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm talking to Tiffany. Kids are asleep. And I'm like, 
That bitch voice was strong. Man, man. I don't want. I, I don't really want to. I kind of just want to hop in bed and just start watching some TV. Well, how much easier is it to just hop in bed? Oh in my gosh, moment? exactly. Yeah. But it was, and many times I give into that, and I don't. And but this other night, it was like, no, why am I saying no to this? Like I'm already dressed, I'm ready to go. Mm. Like that voice is telling me not to do it. Just go for a run. And I came home, and I was so glad that I did. Mm. It was. It, I felt better. I felt. I slept better. I mean, it was just. It was just crazy. But I want you guys. Well, hold on. Let's 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 pull on that thread a little bit. Yeah. How much better did that feeling of accomplishment when you were done? How much better did that feel as opposed to previous times when you didn't do it, and the the disgusting yep. feeling you had then? I mean, what's more powerful? Well, every morning when I wake up, if I didn't get one in the other day, or like say I didn't eat the way that I was supposed to the day before, every morning I wake up and guilt. I start my day with guilt. Yeah. yeah. There's guilt, yeah. Man, that's crazy. So what's more powerful, giving in to that voice and feeling guilty and maybe not being uncomfortable or fighting that voice, recognizing that voice, waking up the next day with more energy, more confidence, ready to go? I don't know. What's what's more powerful to you? I mean, I guess what feels <clears throat> the, the more – dang, I don't know. Yeah. So let's, okay, let's go on to this. Let's go on to each That's of you giving question. examples. That's a damn good question. That's a good question. That we're not qualified to answer. I know, I know. <laughs> we will have one very soon that can yeah. actually answer those questions and, and you know, give a psychological I, I'm just doctor trying to, because, approach. Because, well, I'm just trying to think through, because we've talked about my history of, yeah. you know, I, I quit all the time. Yeah. And that feeling I would get each time of just never, never accomplishing anything. But then switching over now and the feeling is the exact opposite of being proud mm. of the accomplishment. Mm. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what has a bigger impact on me? Mm-hmm. What had a bigger impact on me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Here's another question is let's use this rogue echo bike, right? And you do that and you're saying your goal is 500 calories. Okay. <laughs> you, you get to 300 you get to 300 and really the physical gain from doing 300 or 500 is, is insignificant, yeah, exactly. right? Like the difference between the two is you hear that, but, but what, what is most powerful is the accomplishment that you get in your mind that right. you actually did push through it mm-hmm. and the confidence that's associated with it. the physical gain minimal, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's arguable that, that there's any difference there, but the accomplishment that you that you get, the confidence that you get in your mind, that is what's powerful. And that's what, when you get to the next day, it's like, okay, now I'm going to do 600. Okay, then the next time, now I'm going to do 650. And now I'm going to do 750. And you know what I mean? And you just continue to progress. And that is, that is to me, the recipe. Those little, like we talk about all the time, stack your wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Celebrate all the little wins. Because if you do 300, shut it down. Physically, okay, I got what I wanted to out of it. I got my metabolism going. I got my heart rate up. I'm burning calories. Awesome. Um, but then the next day, you're like, man, I don't know if I want to do 400 now because 300 yeah. was still pretty hard. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know. The mental victory that, that comes with overcoming that voice, to me, is more powerful necessary than the physical gain, the financial gain, all that, because that's where you stack those wins. Yeah. yeah. And it is, man. Again, it goes back to confidence. It goes back mm-hmm. to, you know, look, I... I know we work with people, our listeners are like, we, we usually attribute everything to working out because that's what we do. Right. Right. But well, there is such an easy way to, yeah. like yeah. I said earlier, manufacture. Exactly. It's the, it's the easiest way to manufacture a difficult situation. But how many times, like there are people out there right now that are probably in bad relationships. Mm. Right. And there's, and that inner voice is in 
that's in their head right now is telling them they know it's time to go. It's time to go. You can't, you, they they got to rip that Band-Aid off. And right now they're sitting there and they're like just procrastinating the process. Whether it be, a, you know, whatever, what, whatever situation it may, may be in that relationship. But you know that it's not for you and it's time to go, right? The mental part of that, I, here's my feeling. The longer I procrastinate that situation, the worse it's going to be. Every time. It, it's, it's just inevitable. It's going to, to continue to get worse and worse and worse. And then I'm gonna, there's going to get a point where within that, and I'm sure we've all been in this situation. At some point, it just gets so bad that, you know, there's yelling, screaming and all and, and whatever, you know, what it takes. I always feel like if you have to make that call, do it now. Like I can't. If I have to do it, and that voice is telling me, you got to make that call. Right when I hear the voice says, you got to make that call, man. Whether it be good or bad, I got to make the call. I can't, I cannot wait five minutes, two minutes, because once I wait that first two or three minutes, then I'm going to push it off to the side and I'll start procrastinating. The best thing you can do is when you you are in a situation, call now at that point. Take, take, Take this advice. Just make sure you do it at that moment. Especially when it's big. Yeah. Maybe I'm misunderstanding what you're saying, but what about the devil's advocate says you need to make decisions not based on emotion, but on. No, 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 no. I'm well saying. Out. No, 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 no. I, yeah. I mean, there's. Is, there, I, I think I you're that saying part. B- after that, like when yeah, you decide, you've, you've gone through all that. Yes. Mm-hmm. You've gone through all that. You've weighed in on the relationship. You know where you are. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just time. It's time. Or let's talk about business. When you know you have to make that call to the CFO or CEO or whatever it is. Let's say you, I'll just say this. Let's, let's use a scenario where, where you messed up or you, you really screwed up on something, yeah. right? Yeah. How many times has that voice been telling you, you need to make that call? You, you got to make that call. Well, or the, the bitch voice is telling you, dude, run away. The bitch yeah. voice, exactly. <laughs> run but, away. But the, that's what I'm saying. Avoid, there's, there's, avoid. There, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The bitch voice is the one you, just, you hear the first time yeah. that says, Mm-mm, let Darren make yeah. that call. Yeah. Or, hey, it's not Tyler, your fault. Tyler can, yeah, that's not, not your fault. fault. Yeah. Tyler can make that call. Yeah. I ain't making that damn call. I ain't calling him. You know, that's, yeah. put it on someone else. That's the first thing the bitch voice says mm-hmm. to you. But then there's that voice at the same time, there's that war in your head that's saying, damn, dude, I need to be a man and step up. And you know deep down that's what you're supposed to do. That's exactly, you're supposed to do the honorable thing and do the right thing, right? Yep. And that's what I'm saying to you. You know, man, I'm telling you, that voice that's in, in your head, it's going to, the coward's going to come out first. That's the first thing that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's the, all, my, my buddy used to say, all the hoe in you mm-hmm. is going to come out first. <laughs> yeah. Because he wants to run. Yeah. You want to run. It's, you know, fight or flight. You want to run. First thing you want to do. And then that other voice comes in and it says, come on, man. Like you're better than this, right? That's the one. That's the voice you need to listen That's to. That's the why, one. Why do we listen to that bitch voice in that scenario? Even though we know everything in us knows the right thing to do, why do we still choose? I think because we just hear it voice? so much, we think that's the voice. Like that's the voice that we're supposed to listen to. Like it is. It is so prevalent. No. Yes, no, it is. No. The voice that tells you not to do something. The voice that tells you not to do something, dude. It's just, it's just, I'm telling you, let's call it what it is. It's the pussy that's in you. That's yeah. it. No, that's yeah. it. No, no, it, yeah. it that, no, that's all it is. Yeah. It, it, for it's sure. just, it's all in us. 
It's that. Let's see. That's in us. It's yeah, the coward. Not, of, sorry. For my the question is: that's why I listen to Yeah, show. we we that ship has sailed <laughs> from the get go. But why do we listen to it though? We don't listen to it. We do listen. We do to listen it because, to it because that's the whole conversation. That's the whole conversation. We're, not, we're listening to it because of the fear of of, of, of the outcome of what's what what it is. Wait, we don't want to go through it. But that. Yeah, we, don't, no, we just I, don't want. Yeah, I mean, no, I totally agree. We, if it's physically or mentally, we don't want to go through it. Yeah, but why, why can't we realize though that that but my, the, the avoidance is so much worse than just yeah. But my counter to that is is that the, that bitch voice doesn't just listen to the really big hard situations and show up. Then it's around all the time. Everything mm. we do throughout the day. I mean, it's it's the voice that like I'm driving right. And I'm just going to be a bitch and I'm not going to run that red light. You know, I'm going to stop. It's, it's just everywhere. It's like little tiny situations. <laughs> that that was a horrible example. That was terrible. <laughs> that was really That's bad. That's called hey, saving your life. to Salina, please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm gonna run this red Guys. light. Hey, shut up, bitch boy. By, red light, this red, light. by red light, I mean yellow light. And, and hey, the school's I, on. Hey, I blank. I blank there. I blank there, and I didn't shut have up, a good bitch situation. Boy. I don't care what Travis coming. I'm going. I don't care what kids across the street. I, but it's okay. Okay, but it's also the one. It's also that procrastination voice you're talking about. It's like, yes. man, I got to go out and do yard work, or I've got to yeah. do this, or I've got that, or I've got this. It's literally there all the time. All the yes. time, and we hear it all the time. And I think that's part of why we listen to it is because that voice is so familiar. And I get what you're saying. Like, no, it, it is. And I agree with you that, yeah, that's our, that's our puss voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it is. But here's the deal is it is around all the time that sometimes it's hard to recognize, okay, hey, is this just me thinking or is this this voice? Have you guys ever read... Um, no, uh, it's a book. Okay. Is it in movie form? No? They haven't seen it. Dodgeball. I read um, it in a book. <laughs> All right, next point. No, no, we were ready. No, no, you're good. You were on a roll. Tyler, for the first time today, you were on a roll. Yeah, you were for the bro. first time, man, I brought us in. Hey, I brought us in. Come hard on, man, today. Don't, Let's don't go. get distracted. Don't no, distract. no, it's cool. It's Ignore cool. the voice. No, no, no. It's, it's good, man. I'm done. No, 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 no. My confidence in that bitch voice is just speaking too loudly right now. I can't even. Tyler, you're so stupid. I can't so, believe you. You can't put sentences together. Um, it's, it's okay. It's past now. I want to. I do want to go to some examples that we have right in our lives that we've listened to it, and then times that we have not, and we are better because of it. I want Ben to kick it off because he always puts Jeez. us on the spot. Yes, let's put him on the spot yeah, first please. and foremost. I mean, it like I've like I've talked about today. It's every day for me of during the physical activity. You know, I work out most days of the week, and no matter how often or how how long you've been working out, that point comes in that workout. That you're just like, I don't want to do this anymore. There's nobody around. I'm the only one here. Nobody's going to get hurt. But if I, if I stop and you just push through that. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, it's literally a daily thing to me. And that's, I've said it so much. I, I'm a broken record, but that's why I love training. Training to me is so much more than physical mm-hmm. or, or the, the um, what's the word? The, the body transformation. It's all mental at this point. It's all about. What am I, what am I going to push through so that later in the day when something else comes up, I know I have that confidence because I went through it this morning mm-hmm. that I can push through that. Mm-hmm. So specific examples, I mean, it's, I, I can't think of one off the, you know, the spur of the moment, but make up a red light, type of, <laughs> make a red light type of story. 
Darren? Yeah, I would say getting up in the morning. Hey, that's, again, that's the bitch voice. Ben yeah. just backed out of what <laughs> yeah. we asked him to do. Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, look, the bitch voice comes to me in the morning. It's, it, it's every morning. And I've discussed this. Ben and I have had this discussion so many times about the process that I have to go through to, to, to try to overcome. Is that where, mm-hmm. where we're going with that? Yeah. Okay, so I almost have to set up things in my life, uh, a strategy every day to overcome the coward. Mm-hmm. And it's putting on my shorts. It's putting on my shoes. That's like you said when you got home that day. It's almost like having a regiment in place to do it so that I can, then I just find myself in the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, yep. that, it, it, and, and it's, again, I'm like 60, 40, most 60 times, 60% of the time I'm losing. I'm not working out until later on in the evening or whatnot because that, that bitch has won. Right. But when I, those, that 40% of the time when I do win, it's, I have to be regimented. I have to get up. I got to, you know, put my shorts on before I do anything, put my shoes on so I don't get back in the bed. I got to go do this, this and that. Mm-hmm. And then when I go through the process, it's to me, it's a confidence builder. It's. It, it, my my days of working out, and I'm saying I'm gonna give you this much love, but it's the battle with with Ben. Mm-hmm. Ben writes up my workouts, so it's the battle with him, and he'll know he'll tell you this. I will call him through a workout, and there'll be times, man, where you know we I have to do goblet squats with lunges and all this, and I will call him because my I want to quit. Because you're trying to get extra rest time. I'm, try, I'm trying to get extra rest, <laughs> hey, rest time. Hey, talk me through this yeah, exactly. step by step. step, but by you step. Know, Break it's, it down. It's, hey, you're on the field. Hey, coach, can you, can you walk, me, walk me through this boys. one more time? I, I got a question here. Yeah, but it's the truth, man. I mean, I'm just being honest and real about this. It's just like, you know, there are times where I want to quit. I don't want to do whatever it is that's right in front of me that he's already you know, put in front of me. So I'll call him and say, Hey, how do I do this? And he'll talk me through it. And then it's almost like, okay, I already, I sort of knew mm-hmm. how to do this shit, but I just needed to hear mm-hmm. so I can push through. So you have to find ways to set up things. I mean, I, my biggest deal is the business voice is really, he's a winner. Anytime you don't have an accountability partner. I agree. Yeah. He's going to win every single or she is going to win or whatever you want to call it is going to win every single time unless you have someone that can hold your hand the best thing you could probably have tyler when you get home from working out is to have tiff run with you that's right 100 percent. period yeah yeah i think we're like we're saying it's the confidence and knowing that you can do it because you've been through it before mm-hmm. the other thing is understanding why you're doing it yeah that's the, the reason mm-hmm. that you've you know why why you've determined darren that it's so important to get through that workout that's what's really driving you through. That's at the base but that's, of what's really but driving that's you through. But that's the accountability partner. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person that is your accountability right. partner. If you have that goal and that written goal, like why I'm doing it, is why I need to go out and train today because I have that marathon right. or because I have this. Right? You know what? One thing I don't mind doing, I mean, people always get pissed off about the guy who's the douche who's in front of the... the the mirror and he's looking at himself during the workout or he's oh, like, we know that about you. Know you. That guy? Hey, you know, what? is that why you ordered hey. all those mirrors for your garage hey. gym? Hey, strategically also has his desk at the office next to the window. And he asked for this really dark tint so he can see the reflection. So he's turned his desk just so he can look at himself all day long. Okay. Just so what are you admitting to here? No, but listen to me, listen to me on this. I don't mind that guy. Because, you know, whatever it takes for him to get to that damn mm-hmm. workout 
If it's about him looking good and he needs to look at himself in the mirror to look good, but, he, but he's getting that workout in, what's the problem with that? We all have our own triggers that allow us yeah. to overcome that voice, right? We all hate that guy, though. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You don't like it. <laughs> but at the same time, he's getting his workout. There's a guy yeah. that, that runs. I mean, I'm telling you, a guy that runs down my street every single day. No shirt on, shorts on. Does he look at himself in each car? No, he he, he's like, you <laughs> just know, stops. He just, <laughs> he, he's one of those guys that, you know, he's never going to wear a shirt. And yeah. he, he's, you know, he's a good looking dude. He's proud. He's of, going, he's, he's proud, proud of what he's put together. But man, I have no problem with him because I've heard guys around. Oh, here he comes again. Dude, he's getting his work in. Mm -hmm. However you want to call it. Mm -hmm. If you think he's a douchebag for work, for not wearing a shirt or shirt and, or doing whatever, he's getting his work in. So how whatever it takes for you, whatever the trigger is, you utilize it to 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 get the success that you want out of it. So That's for right. you, Darren, it's it's easy to look at you at fifty three and fifty one. <laughs> no, I really no, wasn't trying to make a joke. I really wasn't trying to make a You just threw that out there, dog. <laughs> you knew damn well what. At 51 years old, it's easy to look at you and think, okay, he's, he's got it made. He's good. He's made a bunch of money. He's had success in everything he's done. And so for you, what keeps you pushing? Because at this point, you could stop. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. At this point, you don't need to do much. You know more. what? That's so, so the bitch voice. I'm glad you brought this up. So the bitch boy, voice for you is easily says, dude, you've done enough. Yeah. You've been yeah. pushing no. for 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. We've, had, we've had this conversation. You're yeah. good. You know, yeah. and this is so why do you keep, why do you ignore that voice? And I, it just happened this, this Saturday. It just happened this Saturday. So I'm in the shower with, uh, and my son is. I like the where the story's going. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I'm in the shower. Hold so on, slower. We, slower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you know how, okay, I got, I got my four-year-old, Judea. We're in the shower and just got done swimming. And um, so I had, you know, Judea late. I'm 51. My, you know, my wife and I have an 18-year gap. Um, Judea's four. And you asked that question, man, and I thought about that same deal. And it damn near brought me to tears the other day because I'm in the shower. I'm 51 years old, and I'm looking down at my four-year-old, and I'm thinking about how much time I have left with him. Mm. Like, how, seriously, how much yeah. time? And, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll tell you another story after this, but at 51, I'm looking at him, and I'm saying, I don't want him to ever go through the struggles that I went through. Mm. So you ask, why do I get up? Why do I try to avoid that, that, that bitch voice? Why do I go? Why am I continuing to keep, continue to go? Because not only do I have Judea, but I have a 27 year old. I got a 23 year old. I got a 19 year old. I want them to experience the best of life. Mm-hmm. And money, I'm not saying it's all monetary, but I, I got, it's not just monetary for me. It's the experience of growth. They got to see me grow. Yeah. They can't, I can't stop growing right now, man, because I'm going to let my kids down. I feel like I'd be a failure if I let them down. It's yeah. not, it's not about the, the number. It's about what am I leaving these yeah. kids? I think there's your answer right there. The, the reason that you ignore that bitch voice is because you have something so much more powerful, so much bigger than you yes. as an individual yes. that you're working for. Yes. And so it's much easier to ignore that bitch voice when you're working for something beyond yourself. Exactly. It's not about me anymore, man. It's right. about that little dude that I'm looking at who's in the shower, who's so innocent, man. You know how yeah. you're sitting there looking at Coop. Mm -hmm. You're looking at Rock. 
I mean, those are your babies, man. Right. And, you're, and your father, I mean, the one, one thing I, I, I'll get out of this, and if you, if you can, go back and listen to one of the stories. I think, Tyler, you were talking about your father mm-hmm. growing up. Man, that is so admirable that, admirable that your father was so consistent, and you saw that every mm-hmm. single day of your life, and it's made you the man that you are. But that's what... How often was he? I mean, I bet you daily he had to ignore that voice. I, well, I, I've never heard him complain. Right. So that's, that's one thing too, right? Like the people that are listening to that voice are the ones that always seem to be complaining and uh, never, never to this Mm. day. I mean, he's, he's had some, some heart issues. Dude went and had a heart procedure done and is out laying pavestone the next day. Mm. I mean, now that he's not listening to logic voice either, (laughs) (laughs) he's definitely not listening to the bitch voice. Yeah. But to your example earlier, Tyler, you, you say that, Many times you just go to bed or, yeah. or you don't go on that run. So let's just be honest. You haven't found a reason mm-hmm. that getting out and running is important enough. Right. You haven't found that, you know, losing 10 pounds probably isn't enough. Right. It's probably That's not right. a big enough reason. Yeah. But when you turn it into, well, I want to be, you know, super functional, super healthy, super fit so that, you know, when I'm 40 or 50 and my kids are older, I can still play with them. Right. I still have the ability to play with them. Mm-hmm. That's where that, you know, when that bitch voice says, hey, take it easy. No, I'm not going to take it easy I because go. I want to. Yeah. I want to be around and healthy mm-hmm. in, in a few years when they're older. Okay, this may make this conversation a lot longer. Um, as a parent, how do you how do you teach your kids not to listen to that bitch voice? You can show mm-hmm. them, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that I would have recognized what my dad went through had I not experienced it myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So as parents, if we make it so easy. And I don't mean like, hey, we give them everything because I agree with you. That's what I want my kids to live the best life possible, right? right. But in a in a way that they are grateful for that, right? right? And they, they do have struggle and they do have things that they push through. Like Luca, my oldest son, like my biggest thing with him right now is he says he can't a lot, right? Mm. He's listening to that voice. We were taking the trash oh, yeah. cans up our driveway the other day. And he was like, I can't, it's too heavy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, you can. And you're going to, yeah. it took him five minutes, but he did it. And exactly. like the conversation afterwards is like, you tell yourself that you yeah. can't do it. You cannot listen to that voice because you can, you're strong enough. You're big mm-hmm. enough. You can do all those things. But when you're around me, I do not want to hear you say that you can't do it because you can. Yeah. And that's, but as a parent, how do we not protect them so much? Right that they just don't even know to recognize that bitch voice because they don't struggle. Yeah, that's, right. hey, man, I, I, lo- I love the fact that, and you made them finish, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You made them finish. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's just it. I yeah, think. I think that's it. That doesn't have to be some grand no. act. It's little no, acts but like it's, that. But it's life, right? Yeah, yeah. like we can do yeah. little things, but there's also points where I think parents, and, and I'm guilty because I, as before I was a parent, I was always like, no, I'm not going to coddle my kids. I'm not going to be a helicopter dad. I'm not going to be this. But like reality is, is like, no, 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 kids don't go in the street or no, 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 you can't go to the park. Like at four years old, I was going on bike rides, two, three, four, five miles away from my house. Like I cannot, I can't even think about my nine-year-old doing that. Exactly. Yeah. Like what? You know what I mean? So it's just different. So how do we, how do we let the leash go a little bit as parents to let them experience hard times so that they can learn to recognize that voice as well and overcome some of those challenges. They gotta, you know what? I, first of all, I mean, as parents, I think mom and dad have to be on the same page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For one, because I've, you know, I've been on the opposite side where we weren't on the same page mm-hmm. and how we raised the kids. And there's something to say about failure. 
Like it, there's something at even at a young age to yeah. watch and be okay with your kid failing. Yeah. That's got to be so hard. And watch him go through the struggle. And it's hard because the first thing you want to do is you want to go up and yeah. get yeah, that do it for him. hand yeah. and all that. But they're going to have to go through it. They're going to have to cry. Like yeah. my son and I, you know, for, for my oldest right now, DJ, I would never let him win in basketball. Ever. Ever. Even at, as a kid. You know, you know you're always like, well, you yeah. just want to keep him going yeah. and all that. Hell No. And it took us until high school to where he started beating me. But when he got in high school, but of all my kids, he was my young, he was my, my first, but he was, a, I was the toughest on him. Mm-hmm. And I allowed him to fail. I mean, seriously, like hit bottom, hit rock bottom on his own. And I can't tell you how many rewards that I got out of, I mean, how, how much love I got out of that. Because I allowed him to figure it out on his own. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to allow your kids to go through, especially at a young age. Allow them. Yeah, look, hey, avoid the potholes mm-hmm. and give them that advice. But sometimes, man, they got to go through it, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all went through it. I think yeah. it shaped us. The failures that we had have shaped us. And it's the same thing with our kids, man. Yep. I know they're four or five years old, whatever. They can't push. He, your, the, your boy can't push it up the, the garbage can up the then let him fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's exactly right. I mean, until you feel failure, until you know what that feeling is and realize I don't like this feeling, what am I going to have to do to overcome it next time? And mm-hmm. there's there's a multitude of bitch voices that you're going to have to overcome mm-hmm. until you win it that next time. There's layers to it, right? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's different fa- yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you fail, you learn what that feels like. You succeed, you learn what that feels mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. And then you remember the entire reason overarching those two yep. things right? yep. of why you're doing it. That's right. And why you're pushing through that. Summarizing this hey, thing. Up. Yeah. We're together. trying to wrap this thing up. You bring, know what I'm saying? Bring it home. Bring in this land bring in this plane. Home, man. You know so what so we'll, let, let's get something out of this though. I mean, let's, let's, I know we've been discussing this, man. You know, what do we want our listeners to hear on this? I mean, honestly, me personally, I think I want people to start putting themselves in positions where they have to ignore that voice. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in a, in a situation whether it's physical, whether it's at work, you don't want to do something, but you do it anyway. Intentionally do something today that puts you in an uncomfortable situation and practice pushing through that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. what I would love for everybody to do. I love it. I think recognizing that it's there, first and foremost, yeah. is step number one. Uh, step two is I think we talked about the self-confidence aspect of it. Um, the number one goal is I think it's the self-confidence to say, hey, if you do this, you might fail, right? Mm-hmm. And we just talked about it. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't not do something that is going to make you better because you're afraid to fail. Put yourself out there. I mean, that's what you have to, you have to fail in order to get stronger. I mean, it's the same thing, right? You've got to tear your muscles in, for, in order for them to rebuild mm-hmm. and become stronger and larger. Yeah. Right. That, that's, that's what you have to do. And so recognize that voice and then make a decision from there. Is my goal stronger than that voice that tells me not to do this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. I, I think the first thing, first things first, know that that voice is there and, and know that, you know, that, that voice is something that that bitch voice is there for a reason. Yeah. It is just there. It's just how we are made. We're cowards. We are, and you have to digest that. You have to understand that it's that bitch is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you look in the mirror, you know every day. So 
deal with that issue, and then try to overcome it by by the wins. Like stack your wins yeah. against mm-hmm. the coward. Just yeah. stack your wins. It, just in a day, a half a day, just stack your wins in the cowards. And I think that's when you start against the coward, and that's when you start to build confidence. Yeah. Last thing too, I think is. Uh, that bitch voice is also telling you not to have an accountability partner. It's the yeah, same voice that exactly, yeah. tells you not to because yeah, you can do then you're, yourself. Then you're yeah. gonna fail yourself. You can do it yeah. yourself. Don't listen to that either. Have an account, whether it's writing down goals and having it visible. So it's on your desk, it's on your bathroom mirror, whether it's a friend, whether it's just it doesn't matter. Have some sort of accountability because that is one of the things that will silence that voice. I think I think the let's wrap it up this way. Let's let's put a little challenge out there. Challenge. Let's put a little challenge out there. Does that have anything to do with the bike? No. Oh, it doesn't have to. If you're listening to this, if you're within the sound of our voices, do something today that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Put yourself in an uncomfortable position today, whether that's physical or it's mental. It's probably going to involve both. Mm -hmm. But put yourself in an uncomfortable situation today and force yourself to get through it. Yeah. And then what you're going to do is you can go to our Instagram page. Yeah. And you're going to tell us what you did. There you go. Yeah. And what yeah. you push through. Yeah. Because to your, to your points about accountability, let's share with each other. Come this on. This is a community. Yeah. Come on. Let's share with each other what we pushed through today when you're listening to this that you didn't think you could do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's start to build that confidence. Again, you have to know why you started, but the other part of it is you have to put yourself in those situations. Yeah. Yep. You have to practice getting through that stuff. That's right. Just it, like your son pushing that, yep. pushing that trash can, you had to force him to do that. Yep. Because if you had done it for him, he wouldn't have learned. It doesn't matter if it's, I got a workout in that I didn't want to. It doesn't matter if I told my mother-in-law to stop feeding my kids McDonald's because it was an uncomfortable <laughs> conversation <laughs> I didn't want to have. Yeah. Like, whatever it, it is. Doesn't have to, for it, everybody, yes. it's going to look a little different. For, yeah. for, for me, maybe it looks like I hate running. Maybe I go run five miles. I hate running more than anything. That sucks. Hmm. Right. But maybe I go run five miles. For you, maybe it's I make one phone call today yeah. that I don't want to make. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter what it is. It just matters that you put yourself in that situation and you did it anyway. Love it. And you uh, ignored that bitch voice. Let's yeah. go. So go ignore the bitch voice. Ignore it. <laughs>